Time now for a legislative update brought to you by the Montana Family Foundation. Here's President of the Montana Family Foundation and former Speaker Pro Tem, Montana House of Representatives, Jeff Laszlothi. As the Montana House and Senate enter their second day of marathon floor sessions, the deadline for transmittal is now just one day away, and any general bill that began in one house but failed to transmit to the other automatically dies. That means tomorrow, when the clock strikes midnight, literally hundreds of bills will meet their demise, and to the vast majority of them, we say good riddance. Gone are the bills that were introduced to make a political statement or bills that reflect the minority party's views on taxation, spending, and social policy. The deadline kills not just the bills that were introduced but failed to clear one house or the other, but in a very real sense, it kills the prospect of legislators being able to introduce any new bills. Of the 4,621 bill titles that were reserved, only 1,400 of them were drafted into actual bills. That's not to say that there won't be more. Legislators still have time to introduce bills dealing with revenue or spending, but the window's closing on those bills as well. In the 2021 session, 3,336 bill titles were reserved, and of those, 1,300 were actually introduced, so we're slightly ahead of last session. One of the best things about the mass die-off of the bills at Transmittal is that it clears the decks and gives us a better view of the battleground going forward. At this point, the Montana Family Foundation has testified on over 40 bills, and on at least 30 of those as proponents. All of those roughly 10 that we work to kill will fail to make transmittal, so our workload just dropped by 25%. To be honest, this session has been less stressful than past sessions. In 2005, Democrats controlled the Senate and the Governor's office, and the House was tied. In that session, we killed some very bad bills by only one vote. It was incredibly stressful, to say the least. Now, with conservative supermajorities, the list of very bad bills is smaller to begin with, and those that do exist stand almost no chance of passing, which frees us up to concentrate on the good bills that need a push. It's important to remember that although Republicans have big majorities in both houses, those are numerical majorities, not philosophical majorities. There's a group of Republicans in each house that would probably be more comfortable in the Democrat caucus, and we have to work hard to get their votes. Some of them control key committees, so they can't be ignored. It is worth noting that we track all of the votes on social conservative bills, and at the end of each legislative session, we publish a legislative scorecard so that voters can see how their representatives voted on those bills most important to them. Sometimes the results are shocking. In the past, we've even had Democrats that scored higher than Republicans. In the last election cycle, we had two Republican primaries that pitted incumbents or former legislators against each other. In both cases, one candidate scored 60% on our scorecard, and the other had a score of 100%. Needless to say, we supported those candidates with 100%, and in both cases, the lower-scoring legislator lost by a wide margin. Proof positive that voters do pay attention to voting records, and informed voters make wise choices. So, back to today's floor action. If everything goes according to schedule, the Senate might wrap up tonight, and the House is scheduled to finish up tomorrow morning. Then, everyone, legislators, lobbyists, and staff, will take a week off for some much-needed rest. For the Montana Family Foundation, this is Jeff Lasloffy reminding you that this government is your government, and your input does make a difference. Contact the Montana Family Foundation at 406-628-1141 or on the web at montanafamily.org.